0: Hello and welcome to this week's Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm SelectaBet and I'm joined by Lawrence Shanklin's latest agent, Greg Browning. How are you doing?
1: Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. I'm good.
0: So, after banging on relentlessly since the start of the season about Lawrence Shankland, he finally gets a call up to Scotland. Proof positive, surely, that Steve Clark listens to the Gambler Betting Podcast?
1: Well, you must do, obviously. We've spoken about him now, what, six weeks at the seven possibly on the podcast, and he's delivered us 17 goals, so so why not?
0: No, to be honest, it's great to see Shanklin getting a call-up. We've spoken about him a lot on the podcast already this season. He scored, what, 17 goals, is it?
1: Yeah, 17 goals so far this season, which is quite incredible, given the fact we're just now into October.
0: Um So how are you feeling about Scotland digging into the Championship to find a <laughs>
1: Um Do you know what? Initially, I was like, oh my God this is what it's come to. We're going to be getting boys playing in the second tier of Scottish football against Arboros and Alois and Queen of the Souths. Then I sat back and thought, you know what? Fair play to the boys, he scored 17 goals. Who else do we have? He's a man in form, he's full of confidence. And to be fair, to Steve Clark as well, he's not going with the tried and tested and he's going to give players a shot at, obviously, less fashionable clubs, and especially a club that's in the second tier of Scottish football. So, no, yeah. fair play.
0: Yeah, it's good to see him thinking outside the box, I suppose, and it probably speaks volumes of the dearth of attacking talent that he's got at his disposal, I suppose. So, can only wish Shanklin well and, yeah, good luck to the boy.
1: Yeah, I think it's one of those ones, nothing to lose. Let, let's see how he gets on.
0: And, of course, last week he delivered the goods for us again.
1: He did, he did indeed. I think he got another hat trick on Saturday. So, I think we had Dungeon United to win, sorry, Dungeon United over two and a half goals in that match, and he brought that in on his own.
0: Yeah, what well, did it finish,
1: 6-0? Yeah, 6-0 Dungeon right? it finished, yeah.
0: Yeah, so that was one of three winners out of four last weekend.
1: So Cove landed us uh, another two winners, so that's seven tips for Cove, seven winners. They landed um, Cove to win and over 1.5 goals, and Cove to win and over 2.5 in a 3-0 home win against Annan. So, uh, all hail the um, Cove Supporters
0: Club. <laughs> it must be growing in numbers. Oh, you? it
1: definitely is. I've, I've, I've had tweets from guys on Twitter just saying they're now following um, Cove as their second team.
0: Yeah, we'll need to get a wee game organised where we go and actually lend some physical support to Cove. <laughs> no, We're definitely. talking about them every week. Um, just a shame about Fulgert last week. finished now 0 East Fife. Maybe we didn't give his Fife enough respect.
1: Yeah, I think in hindsight now, obviously we mentioned last week that these five have had a great start to the season. So probably, and I've been a bit, little bit disrespectful to them, thinking Fogart would score two. I did fancy Fogart to win the match, but no, no, that's how it finished. And it's probably a little kind of learn, lesson learned. really. when you've got two teams at the top of the league this early in the season, or even late in the season, you tend to find that they kind of cancel each other out. Yeah. So probably best left alone. But that's a good marker for the rest of the season anyway.
0: I still think we'll go back to Falkirk at home as the season progresses, though. Um, Oh,
1: definitely.
0: They should win more often than not at home, I would have thought. Yeah,
1: definitely at home.
0: And have you finished counting your money from tonight yet? We've just finished watching the Champions League games, plenty of goals.
1: Just finished that right now. So I think we had five tips on the site tonight and it was a full house, so five tips, five winners. Doesn't really get much better than that. There was goals galore in the Champions League. All the Liverpool bets landed. Salisbury scored, as we said they would in the podcast, on Sunday Inter Milan scored a weight in Barcelona and we had 20 goals I think in the six eight o'clock kickoffs in the Champions League and 14 goals in the Championship so goals galore and five winners so yeah really pleased.
0: That's what I like to see and I think Salzburg are probably vying with Cole for your affections now.
1: Definitely I think they're on after tonight 65 goals in 13 matches So something like 5.3 goals a game they've scored. To score three goals away to the European champions is phenomenal. I think I
0: might need to get a Salzburg season ticket. (laughs) Good value anyway, good value. Indeed, so it's a shame it's another three weeks until Champions League comes round again. But we've got the weekend's fixtures ahead of us, so might as well get started. And the surprise for everyone is that we're back in Dundee for our nap this week, but it's not Dundee United.
1: No, it's Dundee, so I'm going to regret this come quarter to five on Saturday. Hopefully not, but I'm back in Dundee at home to Arbroath. So, anyone following the Scottish Championship, Dundee are already nine points behind Dundee United and Ayr this early in the season, which is pretty shocking from them. They should be up there challenging Dundee United anyway into October. But at home to Arbroath, they've won two of their three home games this season so far. They'll be Inverness one nil, they beat Air one nil as well, I think, and they drew the other one. So seven points from nine at home, which is promising. They've actually got some really good players. Dundee, um, I'm a big fan of Paul McGowan in the middle of the park. He's one of those players that fans love to hate, but they've got him. They've signed Graham Dons from Rangers as well. They've got Keen Hemings up front and Danny Johnson too. So still a really decent team, Dundee. You've got um, Arbroath. I think when they played Dundee United, I did say that. Dick Campbell's side have been a really good addition to the championship. I think they're on eight points so far this season. But they have lost their last two games. They lost at home 3-0 to Aaron Saturday, which is no disgrace, but it's probably their most disappointing result of the season so far. Um, They've gone to Inverness and lost 2-1. They've gone to Dundee United and lost 2-1. I can really see a similar scoreline on Saturday at Denz. Just with Dundee having that home home form, uh, they got a draw last week at Queen of the South. They really need to pick up wins, and th- this will be a match they'll have marked out saying, like, we need to get three points here.
0: Yeah, I guess they're a bit like Falkirk in League One, where you'd expect plenty of home wins throughout the season. Um, it's not really materialised for them just yet this season, but as you say, I think a home match against that growth is one that they really need to be taking three points from if they've got any serious ambitions of coming back up to the, the top flight.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I've looked at the pricing for this match. Have you said to me, start the season in July? that you would get Dundee at home to our growth in October at four to five. Mm-hmm. You would probably bite your hand off for that. So yeah. there's obviously reasons for that. Dundee haven't started great. So Dundee are four to five to win the match, but I think ninety nine percent of the tips we've put up in the podcast so far to date have all been goals related. So I'll practice what I preach and we'll stick with Dundee goals. So no, no change here, really. We're going to back Dundee to score two or more goals against Abroad on Saturday at 5-6 to six with Skybet.
0: Um Next, we are staying in the championship. This time we're heading to Hill. This is Ian McCall's first game back in charge of Thistle, first game back at Hill. And they've experienced a new manager bounce last week, 1-3-1 at Inverness. They were a fairly decent price at 4-1. Um, that was our first league win of the season. And it looks like Cole might be able to turn around the disaster that Gary Caldwell has left at Firhill.
1: A disaster is probably a really good way of putting it, so I work with quite a lot of Thistle fans. Um, I'd like to apologise firstly, though, to Gary Caldwell. I kind of feel slightly responsible that he got sacked. Um, (laughs) I put a tweet up on the Monday just really calling out, I can't believe he's still in charge there. And long behold, the next day he got sacked. So, sorry, Gary.
0: So you're telling me that not only did Steve Platt listen to the podcast, but the Partick Thistle board are now listening to the podcast. Well,
1: that's what I've been told. That's what I've been also
0: told. Following you on Twitter. <laughs> so Thistle are home to Queen of the South. They've they're only one point above Thistle, only one place above Thistle. Only scored three goals this season in the league. It's a game that Thistle can win, surely.
1: Oh, absolutely. I think last week's three one win at Inverness was a probably the hope for this kick off the start of their season. What's worrying for them is they're already thirteen points behind. Dundee United and here You've then got Inverness and Dundee below them So you're talking a really tough order now For them to even get to the playoffs I know yeah. it's only October But last weekend was a great start for them They're at home to a side who's away form Is woeful um, I really feel sorry for Eddie's travelling Including the South fan Because in their last nine league games away from home They've only scored in one of those games So it's eight games away from home They've not scored in their last nine
0: That's a tough watch
1: yeah, definitely. So I'm taking part at Thistle to continue when they left off last week. Again, decent value to win the match, Thistle, but I'm going to back them to score two or more. And that's 11 to 10 with Skybet.
0: I like to look at that. My only issue with Thistle is that I kind of group them alongside Spurs and Hibs. And <laughs> they're just a team that I just can't trust. And that's been built up over a number of years, that feeling. But I'm prepared to give them a chance this week.
1: Yeah, I've been sling a couple of times over the last couple of seasons anyway, with this all being in the Championship. Obviously, they got, they got relegated from the Premiership two seasons ago, and they um, let us down a couple of times last season. So, I don't think I've backed them this season yet. So, hopefully, fingers crossed, they can get a off to a winning start this weekend on Saturday.
0: Yeah, certainly they look a lot more backable under Ian McCall and at home. So, that's what Patrick we scored 2-plus at 11-10 at Skyway That's the one. Okay, Um, wouldn't be a Gambler Betting podcast without some kind of Cove bet. So there at Stenhouse Muir on Saturday. um, Where's the value this week?
1: Ah, Cove Rangers. What a a squad. What a team. So I think anyone listening to the podcast since the start of the season will know we have been hammering on about Cove um, and we continue to do so on every podcast and that's because they've landed a seven winners at seven. So if it's not broken, uh, don't fix it. This week they are away to Stenhouse Muir. So bookies starting to kind of cotton on a little bit with the pricing now. So the Cove to win and over one point five goals now, it's a bit too short to pack as a single. But I'm still confident they can go to Steny and get a positive result. So currently they are five to six to win the match and for there to be two point five goals in the match.
0: And am I right in saying Cove have scored two or more in the last twelve? Is
1: it twelve over the last thirteen? Yeah, 12, two or more goals in 12 of the last 13 games. And The one they didn't score was in the, the Challenge Cup way down in Wales, I think it was.
0: Yeah, it's an interesting league, that league too now. Um, Cowdenbeath and Edinburgh City both doing really well. And had they not been playing each other this weekend, those two might have been on the radar for a bit.
1: Yeah, definitely. I kind of feel a bit sorry for um, Cowdenbeath and Edinburgh City. I think Cove are getting all the limelight, and rightly so. But to be fair, Cowdenbeath and Edinburgh City, they're just behind Cove. they are tucked in nicely behind them. It's definitely split now into two leagues. You've got those three now who will fight it out till the end of the season. And you've then got, what, seven clubs who are all kind of of the same ilk.
0: Yeah, I think I think Cowdenbeath and Edinburgh will be on our watch list. And they'll probably appear in the podcast in the coming weeks. It'll be interesting to see how that game actually goes on Saturday. See which one of the two come out on top. Yeah, really tough game to call. But they've both had a great start
1: to the season. So um, we'd be surprised if that finished up a draw. I think for Stenhouse-Muir, though, on Saturday at home at Cove, they've struggled at home against the the league's better sides. So when I say the league's better sides, Cowdenbeath have gone there and won 3-0 and Edinburgh City won their 3-1. So Cove, we're more than confident they can go there
0: and get a similar scoreline. Yeah, that bodes well for the tip. Um, Cove and over two and a half goals. Five to six at Skybet. OK, so that's our three Scottish tips for the weekend. Um, We've had a look down south. For me there's one that stands out and it's at a really big price for a team to score two or more goals and that's Tranmere at 11-8. to eight. Now they're playing Shrewsbury on Saturday but the thing that stood out for me was that Tranmere, although they're 20th in the table, they've scored two in all five of their home games so far this season. Um, they're also second highest in the shots per game table in the league. And they've scored 15 goals already, which is the highest tally in the bottom half of the table. They lost 4-1 at Ipswich last week, but they actually had more shots at goal than Ipswich. And I just think Tranmere at home to score 2-plus looks too big, really, at 11-8.
1: I really like the fact that they've scored two or more in their five home games. And to go to Ipswich, who will probably be the most difficult away trip in League One, to to outshoot them, OK, they're going to beat 4-1, but to outshoot them um, is quite impressive.
0: Yeah, and I think opponents, Shrewsbury, although they're they're sitting 12th in the league, um, taking 13 points already this season, but all 13 have come against teams in the bottom half of the table. So perhaps the fixtures have been kind to Shrewsbury to see them in such a lofty position. So certainly there's evidence to suggest that 11-8 looks a bit on the big side and maybe worth a shot on Saturday for Tranmere to score 2+. Yeah, that's so a good shout say- other than that, we like the look of over two and a half goals at a few other games. Um, just to add to your notebook as much as anything else, particularly Fleetwood v Ipswich, uh, Wickham v Peterborough, and in the Premier League, Norwich v Villa. We've spoken about Norwich a few times on the podcast, particularly at home. Certainly seems to be plenty of goals in the games there.
1: Yeah, Aston yeah, Villa really struggled to keep clean sheets. Uh, I know John McGinn's having a great season at Villa, so we would be surprised to see both sides score. And also keep an eye out for the late Carroll Road goal. Yeah. we spoke about this at the start of the season, and the, the sheer volume of goal, late goals scored at Carroll Road. So that was another one to look out for.
0: Yeah, so there's plenty there to get our teeth into. We are obviously nailing our colours to the mast with the bets that we spoke about. So can you just give us a wee recap of those, Greg? Yeah, so three Scottish
1: tips for Saturday. So we've got Dundee to score two or more at home to Arbroath, and that's five to six, and that's this weekend's nap. We've got Partick Thistle to score two or more at home to Queen of the South. And that's 11-10 to 10 with Skybet. And last but not least, our podcast favourites, Cove Rangers to win the match and there to be over 2.5 goals in the game. And that's 5-6 to six with Skybet. So there's a common theme here. And incredibly, Skybet are best price across all three bets and are leading the markets in best price at the moment, which is, Quite unbelievable.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I think you had also picked up on a comment that we'd seen on Mr Fixit's Tips by one of the members there, Chris Bax, who was talking about some kind of softening of the rules on Skybet recently.
1: Yeah, they seem to have changed their approach a little bit. And that's probably obviously a marketing ploy to try and bring in more punters. But ultimately, the new strategy is to try and help punters out a little bit more. So there's two or three things that have changed in the rules. So the first thing is, if a corner is awarded and it's not taken, historically, if it's not taken, you it doesn't count towards the corner count. But Skybet have now changed the rules to give that. So if the referee gives, as long as the referee gives the corner, it will include in your bets, which is which is great.
0: Yeah, and that's that, the
1: same for bookings as well.
0: Those both are very good from a punter's point of view. I guess there's the argument that it works the other way as well, though. You, you could, and not many people do, but you could be on an under corner count or an under card count. I yeah. feel sorry for those folk. <laughs> I know. <laughs> It's not a bet that I would normally have, but I'm just going kind to of playing devil's advocate here. That although on the face of that, that looks good, and obviously most people will bet for there to be over a certain number of corners or over a certain number of cards, there is always a flip side to it as well. But, yeah, I
1: think, I think the final one was if you have done a player to score or any sort of player bet, and he comes
0: off in the first ten minutes injured, your bet will be refunded. Yeah, again, <laughs> yeah. that sh- that should work in punters' favour. Um, so hats off to Skybet for making their rules a wee bit more uh, user-friendly.
1: I think the biggest thing from Skybet's perspective is the fact their best price. Skybet, as long as I can remember, the prices have been absolutely shocking, probably the worst out there in the market in terms of prices, but I've noticed over the last couple of weeks they've completely changed that, and are now market leaders in terms of best price.
0: Yeah, it's an interesting policy change if it is indeed Deliberate, um, you often see new players in the market Particularly guys like Marathon bet Who stick out, being best price in lots of markets But rarely do you see the bigger guys like Sky bet Bet 365 and so on They usually manage to kind of fly under the radar In terms of best price
1: Yeah, totally I think Marathon bet They were best price for goal bets Pretty much every week last season uh, But I think uh, Sky bet Have taken over that um, mantle this year anyway so far
0: OK, so that's just a wee bit of background info there that might help you um, over the weekend in terms of especially if you're a sky bet punter or if you like bets on corners or cards. Um, so that's us for the week. Um, I will be back on Friday with what's going to be a new feature, which is our racing podcast, which I'll be doing with Voice of Value. So if you're interested at all in some tips for um, the horses on Saturday, just try and catch that and give that a listen. This podcast is our eighth Saturday podcast of the season. Greg reliably informs me that we've delivered profit every Saturday that we've actually put a podcast out. So long may that continue. If you like what we do, then please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. It really helps us get up the rankings and let more people find us and know about the podcast. And the more people that do that, the better. So we'd really appreciate if you could take a minute or two to subscribe to us on itunes also available on spotify and on soundcloud but more importantly uh, leave a rating and a review on there for us that would be really appreciated and that wraps things up for another week greg thanks very much for your time and we'll be back with the gambling betting podcast same time next week and um, so don't miss it thanks for your time greg
1: thank you thanks a lot